0: Me personally, like I said, I just, I eliminate, you know, if it ain't have to do with our opponent, you know, that week, I'm not talking about it. I'm yeah. not even thinking about it.
1: This is the Playbook. This is Dave Meltzer with the Playbook live at the Wynn Hotel in the Blue Wire Studios right here in the lobby. And I have one of my favorite players from the NFL. Unfortunately, he's not with my favorite team anymore. But Denzel Perryman, he's the Las Vegas Raiders linebacker. He is an amazing athlete, but he's also a great entrepreneur, but I want to get into that in a minute. Denzel, welcome to The Playbook.
0: Oh, man, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for being here. I'm going to start with your number, because you and I share a friend that used to wear that (laughs) number 52. Oh, yeah. And I I never saw the connection until I realized you went to University of Miami. Yeah. What type of impact Did Ray Lewis have on you, not just playing at Miami, but later on in your career, on and off the field? Because he's probably one of the most inspirational, motivational people I've ever met.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: I would say on the field. I mean, everybody can just, you know, go watch one of his videos on YouTube, which
0: (laughs) I used to do a lot. I still do it to this day. You know, that just gets me going. You know, Um, he's the reason why I had 52. My first football number was 52. Uh, my first pair of cleats were Reebok cleats, and that's when Ray Lewis were Reeboks, and uh, we went down, down I remember I had down to cleats, so whatever Ray Lewis did, I wanted to do. The deck of cards, you know, I wanted to do, like, everything Ray Lewis did, I wanted to do, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, off the field, you know, as I got older, I ended up meeting them, you know, uh, when I was a freshman in college, and after, <clears throat> you know, we just kept in contact, you know, if I had, like, any
1: questions, you know, about football or life in general, you know, I could just pick up the phone and call him. And one of the things that I have taken from Ray Lewis myself is this idea of enjoying the consistent everyday, persistent, without quit, pursuit oh, yeah. of your own greatness, your own potential, your own truth. And you have a motto about motivation yourself that is aligned with my philosophy of, of consistent, persistent pursuit. And that's motivating yourself every day, oh, yeah. every single day. And You know, that consistent behavior, what do you see the difference, the subtlety of success of being motivated every day and and not just, you know, taking, you know, a six-week vacation off and and, and getting off the grid? I say every day, man, you got to find it. Like some way,
0: somehow, like you got to find it. You know, every day, you know, somebody's going through something. you You know, I always say, you know, it's not as bad as you think it is. You know, like somebody's day, you know, can be way worse. Or, you know, you just look at it simply. You know, somebody didn't wake up. You know that's how I look at it. You know, like it's a, like you know, God, you know, allowed me to wake up this morning. So you know, why not be thankful?
1: Why not get up and you know, like Ray always say, you know, effort's between you and you. I love that. It is. It's between you and you. And you know, speaking of you and you, you do have you know your own life. And one of the difficult things that a lot of people don't understand is when I ran the most notable sports agency in the world is how much we have to invest in ourselves as professional athletes oh, uh, to get to where – and everyone thinks it's just about Sundays. I remember Marcellus Wiley, who you probably have known well, too, playing for the Chargers. <laughs> Marcellus always told me, he's like, man, I don't get paid to play football. I'm like, no. He goes, yeah, I love that. He goes, it's everything else, everything yeah. else that I get paid for. But it gets even more difficult. you know. I, I can't explain this to people how hard it must be that any day of the week somebody could call you and say – Hey, I know you really love San Diego, you know, or I know you really love, you know, Las Vegas, but guess what? Here's your bag. Here's your hat. What's your hurry? Yeah. And all your friends, like, you've been in locker rooms your whole life. Mm -hmm. So you get this, and if anyone out there that's been in locker rooms, imagine somebody in the middle of your season when all you high school weekend warriors out there, somebody takes you your senior year and extracts you game six. Oh, yeah. And says, oh, (laughs) Guess what? You're going to go over to the rival high school and play with all those guys. Yeah. That's what they do in the NFL. Yeah. And you've been doing that. Explain to me, you know, number 1, how you can put that mindset in and what effect and impact it has on you, uh, you know, just personally, not professionally because yeah. once you get on the field, I know you can perform. Yeah, so personally, uh, beyond as my rookie
0: year was my first time ever like seeing and, you know, experiencing that. I remember the one of our D tackles went down and Literally within us getting out of meetings that afternoon, they already had another D tackle there. So it's just like, Wow You know. It's not like, you know, they don't care who you are, but you know, it's you know, at the end of the day it's a business. You know, like, you know, you help the team. Right now, you know, you can't help the team, so we're gonna bring in somebody else who can. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you gotta put, you know, all your personal feelings, you know, to the side. You know, obviously you're gonna lose the relationships, you know, the friendships that you did have, but at the end of the day you gotta understand this is a business. And um you know, when everything happened with me, you know, at one point, you know, it was like, all right, well, I'm going from, you know, from L.A., you know, to Carolina, and I'm at Carolina, you know, for a while. Then, like you said, you know, just a normal day. You know, I get back home from, you know, practice, you know, from everything, and I get that call like, hey, you know, it's the GM, and, you know, we're going to trade off to the Raiders. It's like, well, I just got settled in over here. Now I got to pick everything up and move back over here. But, you know, instead of just fussing, you know, and fighting about it, you know, I've seen it as, you know. God had another plan, you
1: know, for me. And like I said, you know, it's a business, so yeah. I like the words promotion and protection. You know, when things don't uh, go as planned, okay. like we're just being promoted and protected. Exactly. We just can't see it. And to that point, Ray Lewis, uh, like you and I, are extremely faithful people. You know, one thing that I have learned is that there's something bigger than me, and that which is bigger than me, the all-knowing, all-powerful source cares more about me than I can even care about my children so what do I have to worry about exactly. all I have to do like you said is be motivated to keep the effort between me and myself um, do you ever lose that faith with all the challenges you have to face or you know in a physical game like football there, there's some monsters out there <laughs> do, do you ever lose that faith no nah, I would say
0: you don't lose that faith I mean you can get down sometimes you know feel like you know you may not have that faith but it's always there you know, I, I would say you
1: never lose it. But, you know, maybe getting down, you know, like, ah, I, I may not have it. You know, it's always there. And what about the longevity? You know, someone like me, uh, when I get out of school, I'm thinking I got only get better and make more money my entire career. One of the biggest and hardest challenges is that, like you said, from that first day that you arrived at training camp, the defensive tackle became a new defensive tackle, and he may have never come back to the game again. Yeah. And, you know, it's not a little bit amount of money. You know, as an entrepreneur, you know, what does it feel like to know that you're, you know, one play away? Uh, just one play away, like you said, man. You got to be on top of everything. Um,
0: like you say, it's so there's one play away. <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> it's I mean, for, that's the best it's way to say for. it, man, one play away. Like my rookie year, you know, that's – uh, just to start there, you know, I was one play away from getting in the game, and I remember I think Manti I had went down and literally, you know, right then and there, it was like, all right, you're starting. And my first game starting was against Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Yeah. And this was around the time, you know, he was on a commercial discount, double checks. So I'm <laughs> like, man, this is crazy. <laughs> so I remember talking, you know, to Phil about I'll say, hey, man, you know, how was your first game? You know, was you nervous? Was you this? And, you know, me and Philip Rivers had, you know, a nice little conversation about it after practice, but. You know, like you say you know you just want to play away so you, know, you always have to be prepared and like you know at uh, my profession what comes to longevity that's you know taking care of everybody like you say you know the things that people don't see you know the massages that we have to do, you know the ice tubs you know everything else everybody just sees us play on Sunday and not everything that goes into
1: the week. yeah it's, it's crazy and then beyond that too you know understanding that you have to put your life on hold. Oh, yeah. And, you know, those are good years. You're a young, handsome guy, good <laughs> yeah. years. And I'm thinking, is it worth it or isn't worth it? Um, is it worth it to you? Yeah, I mean, I, like, I love the game. Passion is like a way of life for me, man. Like, I get it, man. I can
0: release so many emotions, you know, on the football field. You know, you, you gain a lot of relationships, you know, not just on the field but off the field also. And, uh, you know, just in life, you know, you just make a lot of connections
1: that you, you know, never lose. And with those connections, you've had coaches, quarterbacks, Captains, you know who are some of the people because you have been around a little bit that really have stood out to you as leaders, guys who you know you look up to still today that you played with, not the Ray Lewis of the world yeah. that you idolize. Like I idolize Ray, but guys that you know have been either in the trenches or on the sidelines with you man, that, that take a, the best out of you.
0: It, it's a it's a handful of guys. Oh man. yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, like if I just start naming guys and I miss some guys, know right, they, right, they might you know that's just, wisdom, yeah, man. Yeah, they, they might feel some type of way. So. Like I said, you know, it, it's a list of guys, man. And, you know, I, I greatly appreciate, you know, everything that they have taught me, you know, whether they're still playing or not, you know, we still keep in contact, you know, we still talk, you know, how's your family, you know, how's this, you know, oh, I watched you play, you know, you need to work on this. So, you know, it, it, it's still,
1: it's still awesome. a connection, man. Like I said, those, those connections that you don't lose. You know, it's funny because I've had Darren Waller in here several times and uh, his wisdom's far beyond his years. And usually that wisdom comes from a parent or a coach. Uh, things like that, they really say a lot about you, that you know enough to say, hey, I'm not gonna list out people, because I might forget somebody, (laughs) and people mean so much to me. Um, Who has given you that wisdom? you know, c- coming forward? Cause that, that is something that's either genetic, energetic, or learned. Yeah, but, but you <laughs> must have some significant family member. Man, yeah. Uh,
0: I would say uh, when I was younger, you know, mom and dad was, you know, working a lot. So spend spent a lot of time, you know, my grandparents around my grandfather, you know, and he, you know, taught me a lot. you know, my dad come home, you know, he taught me a lot. So it's been around just older people in general, you know, you just see things, you know, you see right from wrong. And, you know, you kind of learn just at a young age without, you know, somebody to have to tell you. and. You know, you just learn how to treat people, man, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, and I was blessed to play college football, not the level that you did. I always called myself the average Division three football player. But you still play college I played, football. I play, and I love it like you do, and I still love it. I found a way to make it my backdrop for life without mm. getting hit anymore, <laughs> yeah. you know, which was really nice. Um, but I still remember some of the best moments of my whole life. I'm 53 years old, and, you know, I still remember – the, the one time that I got beat for it. I played weak corner and I got beat for a <laughs> touchdown when the coach said, don't go for the pick. And I, I went for the pick and it tipped off my finger. <laughs> and then the, the defense coordinator like don't put him in. And I was returning kicks and the head coach said, no, he's our returner. And I returned it for six. And I remember just like that one instant uh, mm-hmm. of being the closest to my, like just a, a happiness, like seeing your first child born, yeah. like, you know, and you uh, have to add this real quick. Cause, Sorry to take the but you'll love this as a football dad. So my I have one son. I got three daughters, 22, 20, and 17. And literally, man, I've sat through cheerleading long enough. And, and like, I can't, you know, it's just, oh, I, it's, I love my daughters. I love the sport, but I hate watching it. Yeah. I love watching them. Anyway, so my son gets to play his, he waits a whole year because of COVID, gets to play his first Pop Warner game. Uh-oh. And he's a running back. Uh 42 yards, first time, first play. First ball, runs for a touchdown, and I lose my mind. I don't want to be that dad, right? <laughs> I lose my mind. I look at my wife, and I go, this may be better than the day he was born. <laughs> you should have seen her face. She, I know she ain't like that. Oh no, she didn't like that. She did like that. <laughs> she didn't like she's like, that. have you lost your effing mind? Uh, but the point of my question, because I knew you would enjoy that, the point of my question is, have you ever felt that bliss on the field?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just just making them plays, you know, it's, I would say, like, just like that. I wouldn't say it's not the happiest moment of my life. Yeah. It's, it's somewhat like, you know, like, you're supposed to make those plays. Like, I guess now I'm at that point where, like, you know, you're supposed to make those plays. So I was like, you know, I'll be, you know, happy,
1: right, right, right. But it's like, all right, so go make another one. Or make right. a better one, you know? <laughs> Living neutral. Oh, yeah. Like, like my boy Trevor Mo had taught people. Now, there's all types of controversy that goes on within an organization. People come, they go, uh, here in LA, they, I mean, sorry, in Las Vegas, they had to lose their head coach. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've talked to several of the players. How do you keep something like that from distracting you or is everyone in the organization just the same way? Hey, business as usual. This is a business. Let's move on.
0: I mean, uh, you know, people in the organization you know try to keep guys from you know you know reading into and feeding into that type of stuff cuz at the end of the day you know I consider it crowd noise you know yeah. like all the people white noise crowd yeah. noise exactly like when practice start you know there's a bunch of people who comes in they record they take notice or whatever goes on and when we actually start practicing they leave you know i consider that crowd noise to me you know you just come in you get your little story You know and you kind of ask the players you know what's going on blah 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 blah. like me personally i don't pay attention to that because like you said there's a business like i'm worried about what's going on outside what people are saying about this what people are saying about that how can i focus on what i really need to focus on and for me you know me personally like i said i just i eliminate you know if it ain't have to do with our opponent you know that week i'm not talking about it i'm not even thinking about it
1: i love it so it's real you know business but beyond the business one of the things i love about you and why I, I, you know, put my team on making sure that when I found out you were here, that you'd come <laughs> in to meet with me. Is that I, I always love the athletes that, although they're all business, they want to win that game. They're all focused, that they don't forget who they're there for, which is the fans. Oh yeah. And from the time you were a rookie, I've watched you, and you're the guy that throws balls up in the stands. Yeah. Uh, even to the fact that. You still are a fan of Ray Lewis, so you appreciate what a fan is and how much he meant to you to look up to. Mm -hmm. And it seems to me that you know that there's some little kid out there that you could change their life just because you handed them a football or you, like my son, you threw him a pass in Detroit. You may not ever remember it or whatever, but he remembers. Yeah. Right? He was so excited that I was going to meet you and tell you thank you from him, you know, that you did that. You know, how important are the fans to you? Very
0: important. I mean, the fans are the one you know that keep us going. You know, the fans are the one that fill up the stadiums. You know, the fans are the people. You know, they're there. You know, like you know, they they support us. You know, they are the ones you know cheering us on everything. So I feel like you know why not show that same support? Like you know, when I was with the Chargers, know, during training camp, you know, before practice, I you know go throw a football. You know, while special teams is going on. So, you know, when you see him in Detroit, you know that was just me. You know, doing something that I normally do. And, you know, like you say, you know, you never know, you know, how much of an impact that can have on somebody.
1: Yeah. And I appreciate that and appreciate for everyone else that has uh, built your brand behind your back of being just a good person uh, who cares about his fans and cares about his team. Um, Lastly, off the field. There's a lot of business going on for athletes you know, all types of athletes and all, there's crypto and NFTs, and there's, you know, all types of new business that never was available before that makes it much easier, uh, to market yourself, to create your own brand, to make your own money outside of playing football. What are some of the things that number one are interesting to you? And two, when something is interesting to you in a business sense, you know, what's your process of evaluating it? Do you you have business partners vet it yourself, uh, what are those things going on right today off off the field for you?
0: Well, honestly, yeah, like you know, when it comes off the field and like, you know, that type of stuff, I need to, you know, start looking into that. Honestly, I'm I'm really, you know, <laughs> i just be all about football. Like yeah. I'm never gonna lie to you, but you know, it, it's bigger than that. You know, there's a lot of money to be made, you know, outside of, you know, just football and uh like I honestly I have like a marketing team, you know, they pitch me some ideas but I'd be so locked in with football, honestly, you know, I kind of just push off whatever they say to the side and really not listen. But uh,
1: when I do have time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll sit
0: down and get into all that stuff. I'm going to
1: tell you what I told Cam Newton. Man, take half the money that you get paid and you just put it away. Oh, yeah. Save that money. And yeah. uh, someday when you lose the first half, you'll be thanking Uncle David about saving that second <laughs> half, and then you'll be prepared to double it right back in a matter of minutes. Taken from someone that lost over hundred million dollars, I wish somebody would have somebody would have told me uh, how to save my money in in, in, in that respect. Um, last thing, real quick, because I have to ask, because you are such a motivation, you have kind of an old soul, great great <laughs> wisdom. So I, I always wonder, you know, beyond Ray Lewis and looking up to him. Are there any books, movies? Is there any quotes that you know come to mind when you when, when you're getting fired up, ready to go? Is there a song? That, you know what really gets you going uh, oh, into that motivational, <laughs> inspirational, fired up state?
0: Uh, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Uh, as far as movies go, I will watch Remember the Titans. Nice. I like Remember the Denzel Titans. Denzel. Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> watch Remember the Titans. Uh, as far as like videos. I got to watch a Ray Lewis highlight. (laughs) I'll watch, you know, like a highlight from high school, a highlight from college, and a highlight from now when I'm in the NFL. And my number one video is Kimbo's Slice Fight. Nice. His very first fight. That's my number one go to video to get me going, to get me riled up. How about a song? One song? Any song? Ah. Or an artist? A song. It's actually one of my highlights. I listened to it. uh, Owl Nation Sale. Yeah. I actually like that song. Like that song too it's pretty different but i like it. <laughs> I like yeah. it.
1: that's what you are man you are pretty different in a very good way in your sure. career i am blessing you to be healthy wealthy worthy and wise with it uh i can't wait you, you you're you and darren waller as a san diego and now la charger fan you and darren waller are getting me closer and closer <laughs> to actually turning to the dark hey, side come on man now, already we, i will tell you this if it wasn't for justin herbert i would have switched
0: Exactly. All right, I'm going to
1: consider it only because I'm here (laughs) with the very persuasive and motivational Denzel Perryman. He is the linebacker for the Las Vegas Raiders and a new friend of mine. Anything I could do to be of service to you, my friend, you got an incredible playbook to success. I'll say hi to Ray Lewis for you as well. This is just as inspirational. This is David Meltzer here in Las Vegas, the home of the Raiders, at the Wynn Hotel in the lobby with Blue Wire Studios.